0: This is Album Worms. It's like a book club, but for albums. I'm Sean.
1: And I'm Chris. And on this episode, we will be discussing anticipated albums of 2022.
0: Let's get started. Welcome to Album Worms. Welcome to another episode of Album Worms. We are... Here, we're going to talk about some of the upcoming records for the year. Uh, Before we jump into it, take the moment, subscribe to us wherever you like to get your podcasts, and also check us out on Instagram, and we'll post updates of when we're going to put out new episodes and whatnot, or slide into our DMs and make suggestions of what albums we should talk about. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited for... I was going through the list of albums that are supposed to be coming out this year. And I kind of, I've talked with you about this. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast or not, but I was slightly underwhelmed with the amount of music that came out last year. And yeah, I will put the emphasis on amount of music because there was a lot of great music, but not as much as I'm, I think I was accustomed to, and maybe that was due to the pandemic or whatever it might be. But this year it's looking like all that music that I, or maybe 25% of the music that maybe was supposed to come out uh, last year in a normal situation, a normal distribution cycle, seemingly is coming out this year because it. there's a lot of great artists, yeah. some of my favorite artists that are coming out with new records this year.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I was kind of thinking the same thing, you know, kind of going through and looking at things. I kind of felt the same way last year. Maybe bands, since touring kind of came around again, were maybe a little more focused on trying to tour last year, you know, at least in summertime. And then it kind of seems like, all right, now let's get back in the studio. And, and this year kind of feels... Like, ah, quite a few bands that I'm like, oh, sweet. They're putting out a record this year, you know, and you're kind of just like, what happened to them? And, you know, oh, here's a, here's a single. It's like, oh, I get excited when I see singles, you know, because I'm like, oh, they must be working on an album. Certainly.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting because I think some artists, they write by themselves, in which case, they maybe felt very inspired or had no inspiration uh, during the pandemic. And then there's bands that maybe quarantined together and they've been practicing and just some of the production time as far as like getting records out, like as far as like hard copies or the marketing is concerned, maybe some of it. I know, obviously, we're having the distribution channels is all backed up everywhere. So maybe that was playing into some of the delayed releases. So obviously, as everyone probably has their own story. And we did get some great records last year. Definitely. So it's not like it was impossible uh, to get music out. But I'm looking forward to a lot of great music this year. Yeah, me too. So usually... December is a barren wasteland for new music. (laughs) But January also sometimes gets off to a slow start. But we've had some good releases already so far. And depending on when you're listening to this, there might even be a lot more releases that are coming out this week of our recording. But how about we talk about maybe some of the January releases that coming out this month?
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, the, the one that I was most excited about was a band from England, I think. They're called Palace. And the album they put out this year was called Shoals. And uh, to be honest with you, it's kind of a different record for them, at least f- I think so. It kind of had some electronic stuff in it. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Palace before, but they're fantastic. Um, I, I highly recommend yeah. you check out their discography. It's, it's wonderful. They're kind of an indie band, just very kind of musical, very technical, easy to listen to, nothing crazy. That was kind of my most anticipated record of January. Yeah, you know, I, it's kind of crazy to think, you know, the month is almost over. So it's kind of like, oh, shoot, what came out? And there was, you know, that was the, the one that really stuck out to me. Uh, what about you?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's been a few that have been enjoyable so far. Palace wasn't on my radar at all, so I'm going to have to check that one out. Yeah, I'll send that to you. Yeah. And so the one that has come out that I've enjoyed the most so far is Jake Fusel and his new record, Good and Green Again. He's just really good, solid folk music. Cool. It's just pure, pure, hearty, amazing uh, acoustic kind of folk music. I, I really dig his voice and it's just really mellow and easy, easy listening. And when people kind of, I mean, talk about some poppier music or and try to call it folk, you, know, you should check out Jake Fusel because that's some, that's what fo- this is what folk is about right here.
1: Oh, cool. I'll have to check that out. I wasn't, aware either of his stuff so i'll definitely put that on the list
0: yeah he i think he he might have he might primarily do covers previous on his previous releases Uh, i'm not entirely sure but i think there's some original content i'll have to check out double check on that but he's got great music i I know he there's one on on a previous record Called River Saint John, and that is a earworm and a half. I would hum that all day long. I love that song.
1: Nice, cool. I'll have to check that out.
0: So, yeah, I really h- highly recommend that one. I've enjoyed it. Penny and Sparrow came out with the record. Been, I've been enjoying that one. Ophi O'Donovan and. The Lumineers came out with the record, which is a little bit on the more poppy side of the folky uh, uh, side of music. But if you like Lumineers, it's a Lumineers record. It's right up. uh, They're not going off course at all. It's pretty much right what you would expect from them, which... If that's what you're looking for, it's uh, pretty yeah, solid.
1: And, yeah, hey, they've got a recipe for what works, I guess, you know. Why steer away from it?
0: No, and I actually I've seen them live. They they put on a great show live. Nice. So, yeah, if you're into the luminaires, that's definitely probably something to get into. Yeah, excited for. They're pretty big around these parts. I think uh, Yeah. I think they're from
1: Denver or they live here now or something, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I feel I feel like there's kind of somewhat mixed feelings about lumineers like they've kind of i feel like some people treat them as sellouts a little bit yeah it's not for me personally an album i'm jumping up and down about me neither Uh, it's an it's an enjoyable listen yeah
1: but you know some people like it you know so
0: right so and then another i haven't had a chance to check this out but i believe uh comeback kid came out with a record too for our hardcore fans
1: yes they did i forgot to actually put that on my list Them and um, Elvis Costello came out with the new record called The Boy Named If. Uh, Pretty good if you like Elvis Costello. I think it's, you know, like you said, it's Elvis Costello. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so I kind of enjoy that record a little bit. I don't know, almost the end of the month. And I feel like I haven't really been listening to these albums too much just because I haven't had a lot of time. But, yeah, there's quite a few Albums that have already come out this year that are really good. The Comeback Kid record, same thing. You know you know what you're getting with Comeback Kid. A really solid hardcore album.
0: Certainly. Yeah, that's still on my list. I haven't dived into that. Usually, hardcore stuff these days is put on the back burner for me a little bit, so it takes me longer to get to. But it's a band that I used to love listening to. One of my favorite hardcore acts so definitely we'll check that out eventually yeah definitely but actually so the two records that i'm looking forward to the most in january are coming out this week so the first is Anis anise mitchell she is famous for being a solo artist but she is also part of bonnie light horseman which was one of my favorite records uh, a couple years ago and she's coming out with a self-titled record this week so i'm really looking forward to seeing what that is gonna be like yeah and then one of my all-time favorite bands saint paul and the broken bones is releasing a brand new record the alien coast this friday here's a little clip of what that is That's their lead single off that Minotaur, which great name for a song, right? Oh, I love it.
1: I love it. It's it's wonderful.
0: <laughs> it, it's definitely the lead singer Paul on this. He, his voice is so unreal. And you definitely feel the soul, but it's, it's even more soul than I feel potentially than previous records. I have sensed the horns as much. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what the whole record is like, but I'm already digging this single.
1: And me too. It's it's different for them, you know, and and I think you know as a band progresses, it's okay to kind of explore different sounds, but you know, his voice is what makes the band for me.
0: Right. Yeah. So so far, I mean, from based off of this, I mean, like you said, the voice really makes it. So in a way. They can experiment more or progress and try different sounds, but it still sounds like St. Paul and the broken bones. It's not a song that is so off the cuff that I would think it's a different band entirely. So it's definitely going to be a broken bones record, but it'll be interesting to, to hear the rest of it and see how, like we like to do on this show, we like to listen from start to finish. So that's going to be one of the first things when i not in a Zoom meeting yeah. is going <laughs> to be listening to <laughs> this record from start to finish on Friday.
1: Yeah, that's that's one nice thing about being in a barber shop. You know, usually we'll have, like, a movie on mute, and then, like, you know, whoever's in the shop first kind of picks the music or, you know, so it's always... If I'm in there, I kind of always like to put on a record I haven't listened to and just have it as background music. Yeah. Yeah, this will definitely be one I I kind of play because I feel like it's something most people can get into or, you know, won't hate it because it's very, you know, catchy and I'm looking forward
0: to it. Yeah, I feel they instantly, when I heard St. Paul and the Broken Bones, became one of my favorite bands and this is going to be their fourth record, if I remember correctly. I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. So they're starting to build a a pretty sizable catalog for people that haven't heard them before. This is either going to become one of your your favorite bands or it's going to at least enjoy listening to them. Maybe you don't come back to them. I just, I don't know, personally, I just can't think of anybody that would say that this is terrible music. It's not for me. Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of in the same
1: boat. I think... They can appeal to most people.
0: Right. Or at least uh, respect the vocal cords on this senior here. He's one of, I think, most impressive seniors out in the game right now. I would agree. He's got some chops. Yeah, he does. All right. So talking about anticipated records for the year. So typically, at least from what I have seen, I only saw albums announced out into April range as far as when dates are going to, and then it gets into, well, they should be coming out with a record around this time. (laughs) So with some of this, we'll, we'll talk about some records. We've heard coming out if the dates are wrong. I mean, when I worked in the music industry, one of my jobs as a marketing manager was to keep track of all the. New releases coming out and it was seriously, practically a a full-time job, just trying to keep track of it because there is no singular database. The distribution companies don't talk to each other. One of the ones that I has a decent list is like Metacritic, but their dates aren't always right. NPR sometimes, but you don't really see too much in advance notice on that site. So sometimes it's hard to know exactly when. So And sometimes the date changes. So, ex- for example, I saw on Metacritic, Band of Horses, they were saying their new album was going to come out in January. But in when you go onto their website, it says it's not coming out to March. So <laughs> it is like one of those things that we will do our best to get yeah. The, the correct information, but just uh, go to these bands' websites or keep them, keep an eye out, follow them on wherever you can. So, if you're really wanting to know when it's going to go, yeah, come it's, out.
1: it's I, that band of horses record. I, I couldn't find a date that was set. I saw like a couple different release dates and I was like, oh, huh, well, okay, obviously it's not the
0: January one. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think I went on their website and it said March 4th. Yeah. Yeah, so that's definitely one that I'm I'm looking forward to. So Band of Horses, they haven't come out with an album since 2016, is going to come out with a new record, and I think that March 4th is a date I'm circling oh. to. am definitely interested to hear that one.
1: Definitely, I already really enjoy the singles that they've released. Kind of just sounds like a Band of Horses, you know, record really nice, just kind of rock. Music. Uh, the singer's voice is one of my favorite v- voices in any band, so I- I'm really pumped on that one too.
0: Nice. Yeah, I haven't. I didn't see they release singles. I'm going to go check that out.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I believe they uh released one or two songs
0: off the record. So yeah, I would. I would go check those out. They're really good. Awesome. I kind of sometimes if it's a band I'm really eager for, like I'll listen to the single, but in some ways I almost, I know it's kind of like a movie preview or trailer. You want to like test it out, but sometimes I just want to wait for the whole thing. Yeah.
1: I mean, I agree. I've it's, you, know, I, you know, I hate to see bands that release like three songs or four songs off the record as singles. It's like, okay, you're only going to put out 10, maybe 12 songs. On a record and then you release a quarter of them as singles it's like ah just put out one song you don't have to put out three it kind of ruins it for me so i i i kind of understand where you're coming from you know but sometimes i just the anticipation's a little too much for me
0: yeah i don't know what the the thought process behind that is because i mean i guess obviously it's the songs are done you just want to get them out there so they yeah, promote it those those m- promoting and those yeah. streaming dollars even though they're like yeah. pennies is still something yeah so what what's on your list chris what were you looking forward to
1: i think my most anticipated record and you'll understand this one is hot water music
0: oh nice
1: yeah they they're releasing an album From what I can tell, March 18th is the release date. And they also have a couple singles uh, released off that album on their Spotify and I'm sure every other streaming format, Uh, Apple Music and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, It's their first record in a few years. They're actually, I think, touring this year. That'll be fun. They're always fun live.
0: We saw them live together.
1: Yes, we did. It's one of my favorite bands of all time, so I'm really excited about that record.
0: It was like a co-headlining show with Glassjaw, right? Yeah, it was. That was fun. Where was that? That was at House of Blues, I think, right? Yeah, which they moved locations since you moved. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's not at Downtown Disney anymore. Wild. So. I haven't been to the new location either, so I guess one day if there's a band I want to see. Maybe
1: we can see a show at the new one.
0: Yeah. But I have such a vivid memory of buying Hot Water Music's uh, album, Caution. Yeah. I think I was on a road trip and driving up to Monterey and stopped in a Best Buy because sometimes when you're on a road trip, you can talk to your parents into buying you a record and that's what I did. So, <laughs> uh, I listened to that yeah, so much on that road trip. That's
1: awesome. That's cool. I like those kinds of memories where you can kind of remember, Oh, the first time you kind of listened to a band or, you know, it's, it's, it's fun, but I'll keep it going. Yeah. There's a, like a punk band. I think they're Canadian. I can't remember. They're called pup. And, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Pup is releasing a record this year, I think April 1st, or somewhere around there. They're fun. They're just good, just kind of punk music. They're loud. They're fun. They're they're good live. And then, kind of on the other spectrum, another band that I really, really enjoy is a band called Beach House, and they're releasing a new yep. album this year. I couldn't quite find the release
0: date. I have 218 on my notes. Oh, cool.
1: Notes. So next month. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a band I've always enjoyed and they're kind of way different than punk. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but they're fun and I really enjoy their their music, you know, that kind of synthy pop, maybe pop rock. I I don't know how what you would really classify them as.
0: Yeah, dream, I, dream
1: pop? Dream pop? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, totally. You know?
0: Yeah, I feel like they're like a new yeah. era of shoegazing it's not shoegaze but it's kind of got that dream me shoegazy uh yeah so those are kind of some of the
1: albums there's a band out of england called Loathe, and they're kind of have a heavier band i think from what i've read that they're releasing an album this year um and they're they have a single out on their new record too i think and i'm pretty sure they're from liverpool anyway Um, They kind of have, like, a Deftones vibe, but a little more, like, metal, hardcore. I know you're into Deftones, but if other people are into Deftones, you might want to kind of check them out. They're fun.
0: you think they're Liverpool fans? I sure hope so.
1: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, those are kind of some of the ones I've been really looking forward to. Uh, What about you?
0: Some of the ones I was looking forward to, we mentioned Band of Forces, Widow's Peak, is coming out with the new record in March. Vadim, he actually, we had him on show to talk about Beulah. He introduced me to Widows Peak, and I love the record they came out with a couple a couple years ago. So I'm hooked on them. I'm, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to checking out the Beach House album, Big Thief. I think also I am looking forward to Big Thief is one of those bands kind of similar to like a Julian Baker where I'm, I've been a fan, but haven't really taken the time to really soak it in. So maybe that might be a good record to talk about, to be more intentional, about, cause I know so many people are so fanatic about big thief, but I just, I, I enjoy it, but I, I haven't, I haven't gotten fanatic quite yet. Yeah,
1: definitely. I'm kind of, Right there with you. I've heard of them, but I haven't really dived into it. You know, I haven't really paid yeah. too much attention to them. That's probably something I should kind of figure out and give it a listen.
0: Another one, uh, Basha Boulet, which I, I've enjoyed. I saw her at Sasquatch many years ago and puts on a good show. Just a simple, kind of senior songwriter, female artist. And that album's coming out at the end of February. It'll be called The Garden. And we have Eddie Vedder come out with a solo record called Earthling. Uh, I guess cool. it's just in a few weeks. So February 11th, I was able to see Pearl Jam at Ohana Fest last, this last year. It was my first concert since the pandemic. And... Pearl Jam was on my list of definitely bands to see because it was the first record I've ever bought. What or I guess it was a cassette 10 was my first cassette I ever bought. So I had never seen them live. Finally got to see them live last year, and they put on such a good show. And I once seen them live, I can understand why Pearl Jam doesn't play that often because Eddie Vetter goes for it. He's singing full throttle, <laughs> he's playing his guitar full throttle, and I can appreciate him taking maybe a, a more mellow step on yeah. his solo releases because he, he really goes for it when he's in Pearl Jam. That's, yeah, that's
1: Eddie Vedder. I always, when I've like watched live videos of him, I'm just like, man, he must just be just exhausted after shows. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah.
0: Ton of respect for Eddie Vedder and I've heard some amazing, uh, fan stories about him as well. It seems like in one of the kind of uh Dave Grohl type yeah. reputation where you never hear of, uh, a bad encounter.
1: Yeah. It just seems like a person that really just enjoys playing and performing.
0: Yeah. And then gives back to the community. I think like Ohana Fest, he used to surf in that area growing up and so part of ohhana fest is bringing it back, and he a lot of the foundation or the ticket sales goes to rider that's really cool, which is a local non profit that helps save the coast down here in southern california so cool cool to see uh some of that yeah stuff definitely. as well uh sars so uh new music, so I'm kind of iffy on this one to be honest so father john misty has come out a new record and i'm really looking forward to it to see what it's going to be like but i can't uh, The his last record did not click with me personally
1: it had a few songs that i enjoyed but i i agree the the one before that i could listen from start to finish yeah this this last one it was like uh some of it i just didn't really gel with
0: right yeah i'm not saying it was bad or anything like that i I try not to be super critical but sometimes things don't stick in your rotation and it didn't this one that one didn't stick with me so kind of it could be one of my top records of the year or it could just be a record i listened to a couple times But I'll definitely oh, yeah. listen to it nonetheless.
1: I'm kind of the same way. You know, with with some of that stuff, you, just, you know, just the last record wasn't terrible, it just wasn't something that struck me, you know. But I know I know it yeah. was a real popular record with a lot of people, so you know. I think mm-hmm. it's okay to not like something, you know, and hopefully this one's we'll see.
0: We we shall. <laughs> <laughs> unless they cancel the release we will see yes we will see and uh so that one that's supposed to be april 8th and then i think another one that's going to be really interesting is block party is going to come out with the new record called alpha games oh that's cool speaking of uh, last records that didn't really click for me i'd never really sank in on their last record Mm -hmm. but I love Black Party, some of their old stuff. And this, uh, from what I've been reading so far, is kind of a return to form or to return to some of their earlier work. So really interested to see what that one's going to be like. That one comes out April 29th. That's cool. And then for those that like country music, I, whenever someone's talks about country music with me and I say most country music that I hear, I was just at a place today and they were playing the bottom of a barrel type country music where every song is just about whiskey (laughs) or a pickup truck. (laughs) (laughs) If you want true, amazing country music, Old Crow Medicine Show is my band for you. And they come out with a record paint this town out this April twenty second.
1: Cool. Yeah, they're great. I really enjoy this their stuff.
0: Yeah, they're has some amazing stuff and yep. it's got the twain for for those country, but to me that's like true country music is old Crow Medicine show, not some of this other whiskey truck loving. pop stuff
1: yeah i mean they've got some really good like bluegrass vibe yeah i didn't see that they were coming out with one that's cool i'll have to definitely put that on my list
0: yeah and then another one that i'm looking forward to i'm kind of don't know if it's going to be on spotify or what's going to happen but i've seen on social media that rosie thomas which she kind of stepped away from music a bit to raise her family she hasn't put out an album since 2007. oh wow but rosie thomas in college was one of my favorite records oh yeah so jordy used to be when i first started dating jordy she used to be into primarily hip-hop yeah and mm-hmm. Ro- rosie thomas was one of the first artists that i started to slowly transition her to other types of music um so one of it's always special we saw her live together so a special artist for me and jordy she's coming out with the record called lullabies for parents volume one in april and she's also if you haven't heard of rosie thomas you probably have but she if you've heard bands like iron and wine she's done a lot of some of the backup vocals with sam beam uh, of that band and then she has also done a lot of collaboration work with sufion stevens
1: cool i didn't know that nice yeah
0: yeah that'll be fun too she's also done work with dennison whitmere which is also that's how i found out about her was through okay yeah dennison whitmere might be even less known than rosie thomas (laughs) but for those that do know Rosie, Thomas, Denison, and Sufjan back in the early 2000s were definitely running around in that same circle. Yeah. Looking forward to that. And then one of my favorite artists of late, I saw them open for the Decembrists many years ago at the Greek Theater. And ever since then, I, I mean, I enjoyed them. But sometimes there's bands. I think what I saw... It just happens to be another band that opened for Decembris when I was with you when we saw Whitney mm-hmm. open for Decembris at Red Rocks. Ever since that moment, I've been a huge mass. Uh, I enjoyed their records, but now I'm a massive fan. When we're talking about going from a casual fan to a fanatic fan, I'm definitely yeah. love Lucis, and they're coming out with a new record the beginning of April. And here's a little clip of.
1: Their lead single I feel I'm the Next to normal, I feel I'm the
0: So that was their lead single off of their new record, Next to Normal. And the new record, the song is called Next to Normal, and the new record is going to be called Second Nature. Definitely a loosest record. The harmonies are there. I think they've always had, at times, a little bit of a dancey feel, but it seems like they're really leaning into that Mm danceiness on this record.
1: I uh, definitely see more kind of a departure from their other recordings which once again you never know right you know i'm looking forward to it and i'll i'll give it a listen too you know i'm excited
0: yeah those are kind of the ones that i know that are certainly coming out they have a release date but then there's some of the bands that should be coming out with a new record do you have any like that
1: yeah there's a band that i was actually talking to my roommate about uh they're they're called counterparts and they're like metal metalcore really technical really good and they put out an EP in 2020 and then that was it and I was kind of excited when it came out I was like oh maybe they're working on new music and then 2021 nothing so I'm kind of hoping maybe they are working on stuff and they can kind of put together an album maybe not this year but it would be nice to see them come out with a new album. And I kind of every year, I'm like, oh, man, that EP was really good. Why don't they put out a record, you know, a full record? So that's kind of the one I was thinking of. Uh, what about you?
0: So last year, Wiseblood said that they have enough material, or she said she had enough material for a new record. It might come out the end of last year, and it never did. So... I haven't heard any updates from that, but since I saw that one report last year, that a record might come out, at end of this last year, I would imagine that if it didn't come out last year, it would come out this year. So I would definitely look forward to a wise blood record. Yeah. I heard that broken bells might have a new record. That's cool. I heard vampire weekend might have a new record,
1: man. I haven't, I haven't listened to them in a while
0: yeah that they uh my youngest son has been or not recently but over like christmas break he was watching uh peter rabbit 2 on basically repeat <laughs> <laughs> and uh one of the vampire weekend songs is like part of like the train seek sequ- they're on a train and it's vampire weekend and every time it comes on i Tell Jordy, hey, Vampire Weekend, nice little payday for them.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> that would be great. I, I see, uh, like, Matt and Kim, I I, would, I don't know if they're coming out with a new record, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do. I know they've been active on social media and uh, want to get out, and they're definitely a live band that got tons of energy um, and put out just some really fun music so i would love to see something from them last year we did an episode like this chris and my big announcement last year was there could be a new red hot tree puppers record Yes. but it didn't happen <laughs> well. uh but this is the year man because so and it, it there's a little bit more stuff rooted that it should come out this year so Chad Smith has mentioned that they've been working and been in the studio working with John Fershante back in the band.
1: I'm really excited about that.
0: Part of, for those that don't, Shirley, Pepper, Shirley Peppers, when they write a new record, they write like 60 songs. They they write a ridiculous amount of songs and then they really narrow it down, which is what how they could easily put out like a double album like Stadium, Arcadium. Those years ago, um, I know some people have mixed feelings about Stadium, stadium Arcadium, but if you boil a Stadium Arcadium down to 12 songs, it, they're all big hits. I mean, they easily had 12 singles on, on that double record. That is uh, going to be a big one. It'll be their first record since The Getaway came out in 2016, and then... So in addition to Chad Smith, that's the drummer, there's also been Rick Rubin, their producer for many of their records and the music guru, weird man uh, that uh, Rick Rubin, the legend that he is, uh, is producing this record as well. And he has also confirmed that it's getting close to being done. Oh, that's cool. And that paired with they're going on a world tour in june so the kind of the rumor without it actually being officially announced is the record should come out before their tour starts in june or around that time because they would probably be playing new songs at that point hopefully uh, a summer chili peppers release is what we will have to look forward to
1: that'd be wonderful
0: The other news that Rick Rubin kind of shared what this is, he said, if you're into Stadium Arcadium, then he thinks you'll dig this record.
1: Okay. Well, that's cool. That's, that's definitely something to look forward to.
0: Which is, I believe that's, I don't remember the sequence. I believe that's the last record John for was on. And to me that record. The thing that stands out to me is the harmonies Drum for brought onto that record. Yeah, so I'm imagining there's going to be some more harmonies, and I don't know Drum for one of my all-time favorites. So, so, his some of his solo stuff and it's just magic when the four of those guys get together. Oh yeah,
1: he's. I mean, everybody in that band's such a great musician. It's a testament to them for being a band for how long, you know. And right. you know, maybe not having to c- feel the pressure of coming out with a record every year. You know, it's you know when they feel like they want to make a record, they make a record. So it's it's cool to see the talk about that. I'm I'll, that'll definitely definitely be something
0: I listen to. Yeah, yeah, I don't see that being not in my top five. <laughs> uh, yeah. If if it, d- it does indeed come out this year. So, looking forward to that a ton. And then, so, I guess to wrap up, what are, are there any bands that there's no indication that they're actually going to come out with a record this year, but it's been long enough, and maybe they just might?
1: So, every year, this band needs to come out with another record. It's been, I mean, let's see. So, the band that I would love to... Have make another record is title Fight. Probably one of my all time favorite bands around. And they haven't put out anything since 2015. It's called Hyperview. Highly recommend the record. I highly recommend any record they put out. They're kind of one of those bands I feel like in the punk, hardcore scene, whatever you want to call it, kind of have progressed every album. And not just progress, but have this sound. And then I've noticed, you know, once they come out with a record and it sounds like other bands are kind of trying to sound just like them or sound similar to them. And uh, every year, every year, I kind of think, all right, this is the year we're going to hear they're in the studio working on something or they just randomly put out a, a single and like, hey, guys, you know, sorry, we've been busy. And, and some of the members, I think one of them's a producer now and a couple of the guys... Uh, one one guy is in a band called Glitterer, which is a really cool band. I th- I highly recommend you check them out. So, you know, they haven't officially ever broken up, or they haven't, you know, really done that, but it's kind of one of those things like band, the members of the band are doing other things. But yeah, they're, they're kind of a band I always, every year, I'm like, alright guys, time to put out a record. Uh, what are you?
0: Yeah, so I would say the artist that I want to see new music from the most from besides some of the ones that we've already talked about, we think, uh, will actually, so there hasn't been any talk around this, but I would love to see a new record from Florence in the machine. Uh, She hasn't released new music, or she hasn't released a full album, at least since 2018. So getting uh, pretty close to the cycle of normal release of about every three or four years. So it's, I think she's due for new music here. So I'd love to see that. I haven't heard anything. I know I saw just today that the Decembrists are going on tour, but no mention of new music. They haven't put out a record since 2018 either. So I'd love to see some more music from the Decembrists. And also... I'm kind of surprised that Maggie Rogers hasn't put out new music. She's only put out the one record back in 2019 for being a new artist. I would have thought she would maybe have a new record this year or especially with to keep up some of the momentum she got with her song Alaska and the record as a whole, I thought that she released in 2019 was great a really catchy really kind of, I think, bridges the gaps of some dance, pop, and folk music. Yeah. It kind of transverses and brings together a lot of audiences. So I'd love to see some new music from her, and then maybe uh, some new stuff from like local natives. They haven't put out anything since 2019. I guess they did the EP, the Sour Lemon EP, mm-hmm. which that's on was a banner with uh, Sam and Van Eaton as the guest vocalist so I would love to see them put out some more stuff like Sour Lemon or just expand and maybe even make that kind of build around that song as a full record.
1: That's one I would like to see for sure.
0: Yeah there is uh, also uh, Studio 66 coming out which
1: looks so good.
0: Is the Foo Fighters coming out with comedy horror film kind of Feeling a little a la yeah, it feels a little tenacious D esque. Oh, it looks great. Hey, he plays a good
1: devil, you know.
0: Oh man, it it uh, looks so funny, but also I don't want to see it because I hate horror films. But I do want to see it because I love Foo Fighters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the Foo Fighters, right? I mean, yeah. and it's really cool that it's the whole band. Obviously, we know Dave Grohl is a character, and I think I think he could actually do comedies and be pretty damn good at it.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was in Bell and Ted, the the new one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was in uh, Muppets too.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: Yeah, so he he's uh, done some guest cameo work before, but. Now he's going to be the leading star in this thing. And then he brought his band along for the ride. So, yeah, so it, cool. it's going to be one for the ages. Oh yeah. I'm excited. I think uh, we covered a lot here and a lot to look forward to. Obviously yeah. there's probably things that we missed and are off our radar and looking forward to those discoveries along the way too. Yeah, me too. Um, so feel free to uh, hit us up on social media at on Instagram, we're at albumworms, if you think of other thing else.
1: It's kind of always fun when we do these types
0: of things. Where it's like, oh,
1: all right, let's see what comes out this year.
0: Certainly. I think it's fun to look forward with anticipation, and then also it'll be interesting to see how much kind of changes are ones that were completely... I mean, there uh, there is like the... Always the surprise records too, so like Fleet foxes came out with a record a yeah. couple of years ago without announcing it. Wilco has done that radio has has done that in a way, so yeah, all three of those bands, I would also love to see new music from uh, this year, yeah, definitely, especially radio I feel like hasn't done anything in a while, so or Tom York. Yeah, plenty of stuff hopefully to to look forward to and discuss and looking forward to coming together this year to discuss some records uh, a little bit more in depth.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, you know, I feel like you said and we you know, earlier that I feel like this year's kind of got a lot more potential great records coming out from like bands that maybe haven't put out something in a little while and you know, maybe COVID was difficult for them to put something out. So it's it's kind of cool to see this year maybe, you know, a lot more volume of records from people just because they have the time or, you know, last year they were touring or whatever it be. But I look forward to this year for music, definitely.
0: Certainly. Well, we will be back soon with uh, discussing an album kind of more in our traditional format and soon and but until then subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform until next time i'm sean and i'm chris and we're Album Worms.